You are listening to Mike Seminary and Friends, a Q1 Network production. This is the 100th episode of Mike Seminary and Friends, and my incredible wife, Deb, thought that we should do one together, which excites me because I've always wanted to do an episode with my wife. And here we are. I think we could talk about so many things regarding this journey of Mike Seminary and Friends. Before I weigh in at all, I would like to give my wife, my partner, my friend, and she's so gorgeous, smart, and fun, Deb, the opportunity to say something. Hi, hon. How are you? I am awesome. Uh, Congratulations on your 100th podcast. Did you ever think you'd make it this far? Well, I, I I never thought about it. And if were it not for you on the way to a funeral, this podcast probably wouldn't exist. It was your idea. Now, I'm doing it a little differently than you originally had thought I should approach it. But I think it's working okay. Thank you. Sure. Yeah. It, I know people listen. Because every once in a while, somebody will say, hey, that was a great podcast, right? Oh, yeah, there are people that weigh in. Sometimes I get a text, sometimes the email. Some Yeah, people weigh in. Uh, we've, had, we've been really lucky. We've been able to find p- p- people that we didn't know. Either they were recommendations from fans and listeners or people that have been on or reaching out to a total stranger asking them, a lot of times here's what I do, hey, would you prayerfully consider visiting with me about the possibility of being a guest on my podcast? And almost everyone I've done that with has responded favorably to visiting. And uh, I've I've just met people would never have met were it not for your idea. And this tool, this technology, this podcast thing where – I don't know, there's probably about 10 million different podcasts or more. And uh, we're actually in rarefied air, hun. There aren't very many podcasts that have lasted almost two years with a weekly new episode. And a lot of that is because of you and your ideas and your encouragement. And what do you think of that? Well, I'm glad it's working because, as you know, I I didn't want you to retire unless you had a hobby and you didn't have any. So this is the hobby that I thought would work, and it seems to be working pretty well. You don't seem very bored. Are you bored in your retirement? No, no. and actually, I do have another hobby. I have a hobby where I don't do it every single day, but like today, when I went out for my morning five-mile run, I just have this desire to let people know how important it is for them to keep praying for you, because you're married to a real weird human being that lets people know the weather conditions during or after the run of five miles, and it was, I think, 28 below wind chill. It was kind of a balmy kind of morning. And then I went poolside. So there you go. And I think I hear 
that comment more than I listen to the podcast comment from people. And I say, oh. What do you mean, how weird your husband is and how sorry they feel for you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, you have people that care for you, hon. I mean, that's, and why wouldn't they? And he, he, and even more so after they actually meet me, they said, well, I get it now. Now I know why Deb Seminary has this pair, pair group of hundreds of millions because she's married to a, a nut. I've got lots of guests coming up too, by the way. So who are we going to hear in 2023? Well, I, I'm going to surprise people. Some more authors. I know how you like to read, and then all of a sudden, hey, maybe this person would be a good guest. We read some good books lately. I've finished, I almost finished a book um, that deals with the very, very polarizing subject of climate change and how to approach it. And the author used to work for President Obama. He's written a fascinating book by the name of Unsettled. And he does a masterful, and he's scary smart, so some of it's really way over my ability to understand. But he does a great job of talking about those things on the left in the media that are spot on and greatly exaggerated. And he does the same thing for the folks on the right, whether spot on, accurate, or they greatly exaggerate. And I just find those kind of folks uh, very informative. And w whether I get them or not is another total, it's, you know, I'm, I'm lucky. His name is Coonan, by the way. I recently reached out to Brandon Lake. Brandon Lake is a, a Christian singer, artist, musician, who recently had one of his songs by Bodie performed on The Voice. I love the guy. He just great, writes great, great music and so on and so forth. And then there's, you know, a professor, department head at NDSU I've reached out to. I don't want to mention names. Um, other entrepreneurs that I have reached out to. And uh, just made contact the other day with a, a fellow that I grew up with that has led such a fascinating life that people should hear his approach to his life. And so I'm lucky. I, I have, you know, a whole, that original list of over 250, uh, there's, that's still there because when I find someone that I want to reach out to right away, I still have that list as kind of a fallback. So, yeah, there's lots of great people coming up. And if you, but I finally got the one I really wanted. You today, I've been, I've been wanting to do this forever, hon. Okay. And I was going to say, if you ever run out of names, you can always fall back on my original idea, which is to read the chapters of your book that is not published and never will be. Because there are some. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Because you edited it. I tried to find those chapters a few months ago and I couldn't find them. Do you have them somewhere? Yep. Yeah. Well, you just. <laughs> good. <laughs> That's good. 
if you ever want to read them. But um, you interviewed a lot of people. Um, 26. And put all of their words of wisdom in this book. And I think they have some valuable information that you could pass along to others. Well, let's test our, our, our listeners, our throngs, our army that follow us and provide feedback. The name of the book written, edited by Deb, never published, was called The Wand Within. The idea for the book came from my involvement with Marketplace for Kids and Marketplace of Ideas. Marketplace for Kids still exists in the state of North Dakota. I represented our company at that time, Cadamsley and Jackson, KLJ, where in different settings throughout the state, normally eight to 10 during the course of a year, there would be presenters that would meet in a location, and depending on the size of the city, anywhere from 1,000 to three to 4,000 students would show up, fourth, fifth, and sixth graders, with chaperones and parents, of course, and would learn about entrepreneurial ideas or businesses. It was kind of a STEM-related idea. And those that were interested, the students, would put together their idea for some type of an invention or new business and would make a pitch. And they would be graded if, or rated, if you will. It lasted most of the day, and I had a PowerPoint created for me that showed what civil engineers do, which is so important. Civil engineers make the world go round. There's just no two ways about it. They help dreams come true for the public sector and the private sector. We're not for civil engineers, and some of the best in the world, by the way, are farmers. We'd be in trouble. But the presentation was kind of boring because it, it didn't really um, ignite the kids, if you will. So one day I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do this anymore. And as the kids came in, after I had shut down my projector, turned off the laptop, I asked the kids, I work for a civil engineering firm. We make dreams come true. If you had to decide today what you want to do for a living, tell me what it is. Just shout it out. They yelled out all these ideas. I drew it on the board, kind of connected it like a city, like SimCity does. And then I asked, for your dreams to come true, what do you have to have? I asked that question over the course of the next three years in front of over, I think, about 30,000 kids. The very first time, most of them said money. Every time I asked, almost everybody said money. And that was great concern for me. So I decided to interview people that had, you know, from various walks of life, from missionary types to billionaires, real successful folks. What did you do to become successful? What were your habits? What, what were the things that you did? Who were your mentors, et cetera, et cetera? 26 different people. And so Deb's idea was to read that book, the chapters and the interviews therein. Now, I have, a, for example, former Governor Ed Schaefer. He was interviewed. He was part of the book. I had him on. 
uh, I wanted to have my mentor Jim Lackadick on, but he died, and that's the funeral we went to where you said, hey, maybe you should do something with that book on a podcast, and a couple of others. Uh, Carrie Warburg Block, for example, very successful entrepreneur. So there's 26 chapters about, excuse me, 26 interviews broken into chapters, uh, pretty much based on their input to me, and then you edited. But I've never really read the chapters, which is what you wanted me to do. So if folks want me to do that, I'd have to somehow edit it on the fly so it's more current, I think. We, we could do that because that was my wife's the good-looking, smart, fun. Everybody wants to be with seminary. That was her idea, and I never really did it exactly as she had requested. Is that pretty much accurate, hon? Well, that was a long way to say it, but yeah. that that. Well, I've, you said you needed a nap. You were tired, so I gave you enough time to have another one. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah. So as we kind of start closing this up, we won't go a full hour. We could. I mean, we could easily do that. But there's all sorts of stuff we could talk about. I'm so grateful for you, hon, for the idea. And then all the work that you do. You edit every one of these. And I'm sure from time to time they're really painful. So thank you so much for all your hard work and your idea. I'm great, so grateful for the guests that have willingly and graciously given us time and joined us and shared with us, I think, for the, just incredibly important information from every single one of them. So appreciative and grateful for the listeners uh, and those that, that have provided feedback. So let, let me give you an example of how I take this feedback very seriously and input. Neil Goltz. Uh, I've known the Goltz family for a long, long time. Had his brother Thomas on, who was maybe one of the more, is one of the more fascinating people almost anyone has ever met. And Neil once suggested you should have this guy Larry Ty on, and I did. He wrote this incredible book about Satchel Paige. I learned things I never knew about North Dakota and Satchel Paige, and were it not for Neil, wouldn't have had. I wouldn't have read the book. I wouldn't have the opportunity to ha have him on. And I'm going to circle back to him, by the way, because he's writing another very interesting book that involves North Dakota as well. So I'm just so grateful. And I'm grateful for the technology that makes this kind of thing possible. You, you really only need a laptop or an iPad, some kind of a microphone. You can use a Zoom tool if you want, or Riverside.fm, which is what we're using today. Um, and man, it's just it's just absolutely amazing what someone can do with this. And again, I've said it now the third time. I'm so grateful for you, hon, because of all the things I've already mentioned and those that I've forgotten because I'm old. Well, I know I probably shouldn't say this, but uh, that Larry Ty episode is still one of my favorites, just because, like you mentioned, it's very educational. So if you have not listen to the Larry Ty episode, listener, go back and listen. I, I don't know which, which number it was, but it's easy to find on MikeSeminary.com or on your favorite podcast app. How was that for a plug? Then I, 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 go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I said, that. how go was ahead. that for a plug? That was really good. Or you could just email me too, MikeSeminary at Gmail. Uh, 
but go to the podcast, MikeSemery.com, and listen to all of them. Or on your favorite podcast platform, I think all of them. I'm not sure. I ha- And I had the the pleasure of having one of our two daughters on, Lindsay, where, I, you know, the real experiential one, um, who's done things I don't know if I'd ever have the guts to do. <laughs> I learned a lot about just how fearless my daughter is. She is just absolutely mm, unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Morgan's going to come on, by the way. Cool. I think that uh, our daughter, youngest, who when she was in college, she eventually graduated from NDSU, go Bison. They'll be playing South Dakota State for the National Championship in Frisco, Texas, better known as South Fargo, soon. She decided while she was in college, she wanted to go into the profession of law enforcement. So she's a member of the Fargo PD, Officer Morgan Seminary. And given the challenges of that career, uh, the blessings and the, the curses because of just how some people feel, I wanted to get her thoughts about her career and um, so on and so forth. So uh, here we go. I get to have family members join me. I bet you have other family yeah. members that would talk to you if you want them on. <laughs> I've, I've reached out to another one. Um, I, I should just do a family Zoom call, but then... I, I would probably regret that because they would just trash me, rightfully so. They would remind each other first of, you know, what Mike did this time or that time or that time, and then everybody would hear about it, and I'd have to go in seclusion, and I don't have an idea. And I have to edit it, so I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, then you'd leave me because you'd find out, oh my, what did I do, marry this guy, right? Is no, that what you're thinking? I'm just thinking that I'd have oh. to listen to all your family talk for that long. So. You know, by the way, we're in the holiday time of season, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention I had the great pleasure of interviewing Greg Nelson, who... Uh, with another individual, wrote, produced, and directed one of the most amazing Christian gospel songs of all time, People Need the Lord, and boy, do we. And then Buddy Green, who is one of the most accomplished harmonicists, harmonica players on the planet, and who wrote the music to the lyrics Mary, did you know? You know, those those are just really fitting songs this time of year. And I'm here are two people I didn't know, and I was blessed to have them on the show. And I, I could go on. Here I am. It's almost like talking about your favorite kid. And you, once you start doing that, you, you make a, a I'm gonna shut up because there's there, every guest was phenomenal. Every single one of them. Well, I remember you were pretty giddy when Buddy Green started playing his harmonica for you. <laughs> Oh, he's just so, and then he played his guitar. I mean, he's just so amazing. By the way, if you're anywhere in the Nashville, Tennessee area, he still plays in that uh, part of the country. And I think he does one of those gospel Christian music cruises from time to time, I think. But he's really, really, really special uh, fellow. 
And by the way, he played with now the guy's name absolutely slips me. The guy that wrote When You're Hot, You're Hot. He was in his band for quite some time. That's kind of where he cut his teeth. And so he was an exceptionally talented guy. So we have great guests coming up. I'm very, very excited for 2023. I'm even thinking about launching a second podcast. I've been having this thing go through my mind for some time. I've bounced the idea off of a couple people, and that's possible, but we'll wait and see. So, thanks for listening to Mike Seminary and Friends. Thank you for not offering input about why is it Mike Seminary and Friends instead of Mike Seminary and Friend. Hun, thanks for all you do. I love you. I love you too. Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Have a productive, healthy, bountiful 2023. Bless you all.